Good morning and welcome to Grind, Grace, and Growth every Tuesday morning here on Supertalk 103.3 FM. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind. We try to do everything with grace with the goals of growth. Sponsored by Snowden and Company Real Estate, Brad Bearfield Shelter Insurance, The Rock House Gun and Pond, The Back Porch of Meridian, The Magnolia Soap and Bath Company, Family Flea Market. And today I'm going to let the Temple Theater be one of the sponsors. So I'm Shelly Hotchkiss Whitehead, General Manager of Super Talk Meridian. And today I have a legendary musical recruiter, promoter, talented Ken Rainey. And I've learned so much from working with him. And our good friend, Roger Smith, CEO of the Temple Theater over the nonprofit. So Hi, Gabe. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning <laughs> on a terrific Tuesday morning. Woo. Man, we've been having a few technical difficulties yeah, today. Right. Oh, well, hopefully when we have our big surprise event that we may talk about at the end of the show, we won't have any of those. Just, just a few, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I'm, not. So I have just such a wonderful respect for the Temple Theater and for everything that you've done, Kenny, Ken, for Meridian, I just, I was listening to some, you know, <laughs> country music earlier. So I guess Kenny just rolled and off my tongue. He does look like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Roger, just a little bit of a history of the Temple Theater and how you became affiliated. Okay. When I retired from being a TV news pilot in 07, I was looking for a retirement business. I wanted an old theater because my whole life I had been an usher and a projectionist and all that. And so I looked all over the country and I saw this one. It was the headquarters of the Shriners. And I'm also a Shriner. And so I came here. I loved the town. I loved the theater. And I could not wait. I remember every time I would cross the Mississippi River, I was so happy to leave Dallas behind. And come and to Meridian? Yes, I'm telling you. Just our quiet little town? I didn't really view it that way. I just, I never was really into big, tall glass buildings. And, uh, you know, I just, I like old stuff, first of all. And... The town kind of looked old, a little bit dated, and yeah, I liked that. And slower pace, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't really that, but just you know, it was, it was, kind of unaltered. And so I went through the theater. I loved theater organs, pipe organs. It had the original one. Everything was original. I made them an offer. They accepted it on the spot. And the rest is history. I mean, that, that was in February of 2009. And I've been running it 14 hours a day, seven days a week for 12 years. And 14 hours a day. That's yeah, a lot 14, of work. That's, and that's really right. You, get up, right. At, you get up at seven. Or more. Or more. And the, and the stage is still needing to be... Uh, loaded up and it's past midnight so yeah and but i'm digressing ken rainey has done a thousand times more than me now in not. all sincerity i know I'm he just, has i'm just 
kind of the manager of the theater yeah, no. and the janitor. Roger said just a minute ago he loves old things. That's the reason that's we get along so that's good. That's why I love Ken Rainey. I love Ken Rainey. <laughs> you know? oh, man. But Roger and myself have a great, a great relationship. I can yeah. tell. You know, we, we love each other, and at least I think he loves me. I love him. I guess I tell him all the time I love you, Ken. But uh, <laughs> we get along so good. And, uh, yes, since 1967. I did my first show in the Temple Theater. And who was that show? Uh, that show was Nat Stuckey, Dale Reeves, and Tom T. Hall. Wow. That was a good show. And that was a good show. <laughs> and that was the first show I had, uh, you know, been a part of. Wow. Uh, I fell into love with country music when I was about eight years old. Uh, Doc Sims used to do a one-hour show from the Holt Furniture Company on 4th Street in Meridian. And it was on the radio every Saturday morning for one hour. Well, I would sit on the floor in front of him for the entire hour and listen to him sing country music for the furniture store. And that, was this before television? This uh, shows my age. <laughs> <laughs> and in 1953, of course, I was there for the first Jimmy Rogers Festival with Ernest Tubb and Hank Snow and wow. Johnny Cash and mm. on and on and on. And I've heard you say that was at the Meridian High football field. The The first performance was, the day before the performance, they had a, a monument unveiling and a reef laying and a railroad car put on out at the uh, Tom Bailey Drive location and later moved it to Allen Park. But the original space was uh, on Tom Bailey Drive. So a lot of years. A lot and a lot of history. And, and every time I talk to you, Ken, I just learn more and more about our city and about music and about radio. And I just love that. I'm just taking it all in like your intern. I want to be a sponge. But so let's talk about let's go back to the temple. Mm-hmm. How many shows have you produced or put on at the Guestimating, Temple Theater? Guesstimating, kid. Uh, Guesstimating. I would, I would have to guesstimate. But uh, we did two shows a night for 30 years for the Jimmy Rogers Festival in the Temple Theater. And so I can't, I wouldn't think I could count two shows a night as two shows. It was the same night. I would count it as two shows. But anyway, we did it for 30 years, and so you start adding all that up. It's probably been 1,000, 1,500 shows in the Temple, plus Tony Sansone, my good friend. We did a lot of shows together and still do, and uh, he did Lively Arts in there, and I did Jimmy Rogers, and we did radio shows. We did the urban shows with T91, and the country shows with OKK. And uh, so we had a lot of shows in the Temple Theater. It's, it's my home away from home. Sounds good. And, you know, uh, the best thing that happened to me other than my kids and my wife was getting fired at the Meridian Star. Uh, <laughs> you said that on our last interview uh, yeah. with me. And I did. I got fired and walked down two blocks and got a job in radio. So it was the greatest thing they could have ever wow. done for me. I definitely will say radio is my favorite job I've ever had. Oh, it is. And my background's in public relations, marketing, PR. I mean, that is public relations. Hello. But event planning, this kind of wraps it all into one with all of the passions that I have. And 
allows me to have a platform to be able to advocate for nonprofits and give our community a voice of what we need, where we need to go. And also, I get to meet some really, really cool people working in radio, too. But going back to the Temple Theater, as we said, it was built in 1928. 28. Started in 23, but they had financial problems and uh, the depression and it was a lot of work to get it finished when it when the when the uh, opera house closed uh, the Sanger theater chain they took over the uh, temple and signed a new lease and uh, there was actually a big lawsuit over it that went on for years and and so it became the big movie theater and Sanger was the preeminent theater chain in the south you know it's everywhere it, it was there's one in every city it seemed well, like pretty much or small I mean, city you know even like now in new orleans it's the sanger theater and it is probably three thousand seats it's a lot bigger how many seats are in the temple one thousand six hundred and, and, and wh- all sincerity you have to have in this day and time a minimum of a thousand seats to be viable amen the numbers just will not ever work Unless you, I mean, it's like, don't do it unless you have a thousand or more seats. If you ain't got a sugar daddy, you better have a thousand (laughs) people in that theater. Yeah, or a big ATM, you know. I mean, Well, I don't have either one of those. I don't either. So, well, what, what, most recently, what is the largest show that has occurred at the temple within the last five years? Well, I mean... It would be a Ken Rainey show because, <laughs> again, I would have to acquiesce to him. I mean, we could we could say, oh, well, the Nutcracker, you know, that's a given all over the country, you know, at Christmas. Any theater that does the Nutcracker yeah. sells out. But I think his shows, his custom shows, uh, Randy Hauser and – Jamie Johnson. Jamie, Jamie Johnson. Johnson. We yeah. like to talk about yeah. that one in Allison Krauss. <laughs> That's one of my Krause. legends. But you know the biggest crowd probably that I personally witnessed was uh, Garth Brooks. Garth wow. Brooks. Uh, was, was that before he got big? Uh, no. It was when he was getting big. Gotcha. And uh, he was going to do one show only in the Temple Theater. And... Um, we sold that show out in 33 minutes, wow. all 1,634 wow. seats. How much did those tickets go for? Uh, you know, I forget the price, but the main thing was it was how quick it sold out. So I called back to Nashville, and I told Ben Farrell, I said, you need to call Garth and tell him we need another show. And he said to me, he said he will not do another show. Mm. I said, tell him, Ken Rainey, the Santa Claus-looking fella that he's met in Nashville a couple of times needs a second show. He called me back in an hour and he said, go ahead and sell the second wow. show. <laughs> Amazing. Ken has a lot of stories like that where he's and like, all true. you tell them that Ken Rainey said. <laughs> he's got such a good heart. And if you don't do it, I think people are like, if I let Ken Rainey down... Yeah. He will be mad at me forever, and he's not. He's, he's never not. Mad. He's never going to be never upset mad. with you. Mad. And you know, you, talk, you you were talking about radio a while ago. Radio is such a, a personal media. It, it is. is. And the people that listen to love uh, listen and love radio, 
they think that you're their best friend, which we are. Yeah. But they would think that you ought to come over and spend the night at their house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a little true. I mean, it is. TV is not the same to me. But uh, then well, I also want to hear feedback of what people think of our interviews. And yeah. and I guess because it's just too hard to pick up the phone nowadays. People want to text or true. email or you know, we want to know what you think about our shows here at Super Talk Meridian because if it's not being listened to, then no one wants to listen to it. So we don't want to keep producing it. So, but well, you know, thanks to you and the last time you interviewed me, uh, our good friend, the country music star Steve Azar. I know, I love him. You got me an interview with him statewide, and I really appreciate well, it. Well, and hopefully, you and I will get to interview with him again. I hope so. Towards the end of the year, because we have some really cool stuff we're working on for the temple that we're going to talk about later in the show. Right. We want him to perform at that show. We do. Steve, I hope you're listening. Oh, I will send him the interview directly (laughs) and to Kim and to Steve. He's a great guy. Don't worry. Kim heard the interview, Kim Dillon, and she sent it directly over to Steve Azar. And I think it was within a day of me sending it to Kim that she sent it to Steve and he reached out to me and I was like, I told my friends, I said, I've been emailing with Steve Azar. <laughs> I felt so starstruck. He is a great guy. I still get starstruck. I've interviewed Chapel Hart and Todd Tillman. I mean, I think this is like my new passion. I love right. meeting all of these just interesting and talented people really wishing that I could be an Allison Krauss or a country <laughs> soprano. I wish you could, too. I know. I wouldn't be working here, though. So or maybe I'd be in Nashville as, like, a network interviewer or something. But, but going back to the temple, we know that there's a long history, and with a long history comes the need for maintenance, right? Right. So tell me what are some of the things that the Temple Theater is in need of? Okay. Uh, new carpeting, improved air conditioning, better seating, needs some uh, uh, plaster repairs. Nothing structural. It's all kind of like cosmetic. So she know. needs a facelift. Needs a facelift. Because she is almost 100 years old. 93, continuous playing so she definitely is in need of a little a little plastic surgery and keep in mind after every show it is trashed out because we sell a lot of food and a lot of drinks and so the janitor works all night to get the smashed cheese out of the carpet and that sort of thing so cheese what are what nachos nachos i would quit selling nachos if i were you it makes a lot of money and popcorn (laughs) if you're trying to pick up popcorn is one of the worst things in the world if we did not have popcorn the people would be livid you they expect it 93 years they want it and our business is really food and uh, you know we sell a lot of that but in order to keep the things going like he's keeping them going, you got to sell popcorn. You got to yeah, sell cheese yeah. nachos. You got to sell everything you can sell. Roger is yes. too modest to say this, but he just got through replacing the central air conditioning yeah. system in the Temple Theater. Now, I don't know how many people's checked their house central unit, but it costs a ton of money when you're cooling 
a sixteen hundred seat theater. Absolutely, you just got to imagine four hundred dollars a day when it's running. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's just the cost of operating, yeah. not what it costs to put the air units up on top of that building. Right. That's and true. that's not all he's done. I mean, and every day he's doing something to improve that building. And uh, I got to be honest with you, it's the, it's the most beautiful performing arts center that I have ever, it is. ever it's, The played. acoustics are just. And, and I book shows at the New Orleans Superdome. I book shows at the Biloxi Coliseum. I book shows at the fairgrounds. I book shows in uh uh, I forget. <laughs> We're all I have everywhere, shows. everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, I know what he goes through at the temple. It's just amazing how much it costs to keep that building yeah. running. Well, and people in this day and time, it's easy to just run a movie at home sure, or yeah. watch a show on television. That experience, though, of attending a show or a movie in a theater is unlike any other. With the theater organ. That plays exactly. The shows. We're we're showing movies this weekend. What are you showing? Well, it's it's a little bit of an unusual docudrama about uh, uh, Meriwether uh, Lewis. Yes, on the on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've read the press read the press release fifteen times. It's it's basically about he was the governor of. Of, uh, it was a Lewis and Clark. It was a Lewis and Clark expedition. expedition, and he was actually shot, and there was never a clear answer. And now, they think that they have gotten to the bottom of it, and uh, so we're doing that. It's not your typical movie, but it's a very watchable movie. But you mentioned movies, and the reality is, the big th- theater chains like Regal, AMC. Um, they're all suffering. Well, they're filing bankruptcy because people just they go you know, to the Netflix. Numbers aren't, yeah, and then with the COVID, it's just been impossible. Even now, the people don't really know what to do. I just got my third booster the other day, and um, you just don't know what to do. Well, I I can tell them what to do: come to a concert or go <laughs> to a movie there. at the Temple Theater. And and I must say to the city of the city uh, mayor and. And all of the people, they have been very nice and not overhanded as far as COVID. The governor, all the state government has been very nice. And uh, I really think so. You know, uh, talking about the Temple Theater, everybody that's probably listening to this radio interview probably got their first kiss in the Temple Theater. Exactly. Well, I mean, I would like to hope that I'm not just having older listeners. I want a wide, vast demographic of of 20 to 99, you know, so hopefully. But if you are still a young person, you can still get your first kiss at the Temple Theater. And so I'm really excited as our show, we've already been talking for 20 minutes, which Uh-oh. whenever we all get together, it's kind of, <laughs> I want to call it meeting of the minds. We like to brainstorm and right. talk about what we can do. Well, first thing I want to do is thank you for the time you're yes. putting in to help the Temple Theater 
continue on the path that's going on now. And we do not want to take anything away from the Max or the Riley Center. No. It's, we should be an entertainment city yes. is what we should be. A mecca, be. actually. Uh, we need exactly. to be an entertainment mecca Mecca's of the worth, South. That's right. But I do want much. to thank you for what you're doing. Oh, for absolutely. The temple, really. Absolutely. And, and I, you know, as a radio station, we want to do everything to help support community initiatives and our arts yeah. and seeing our city continue to thrive and grow in the right direction. And it really takes everybody in the city being on board and working together. So absolutely. everyone keep that in mind as you're listening. Well, I want to. I want to also thank two people that are very important to you, and that's Kim and Steve Davenport and oh, yeah. Jackson. And uh, Steve has been doing this for forty years, yeah. And uh, so he knows the value of community involvement, and that's what you're doing. Well, they always say, "Well, you have to be involved in the yes. community for people to have brand recognition." Amen. And I love that, and that's where my PR background comes into play and the fact I also like to hear myself talk I guess (laughs) part of radio but a couple of weeks ago right after I interviewed you Ken I came to you and I said Ken we've got to do something for the temple and this is my idea and what do you think about it and Ken said we need to meet with Roger (laughs) so I I just bounced it off him and that's typically being in public relations and marketing we bounced ideas off of each other for a greater good no one's trying to take credit we give credit where it's due but we always work together to try to come out with the best outcomes so what we've done and i'm so excited to be talking about this on grind grace and growth is we have all come together and we have contacted almost every local talent mississippi-based talent in the area that's ever performed at the Temple Theater. And we have asked them to come and donate their time to perform in a Grand Old, Grand Old Opry style performance called Live at the Temple. And this show, I guess you could say, it's going to be on Sunday, December the 4th. And it's going to start at 2 o'clock. And it's going to be, guess what? Live at the Temple. And you will get to see all of your local talents, hopefully, yeah. We keep getting more and more local talent coming out of the woodworks, which is what we want. And so many people want to be a part of this initiative because we're going to record an album called Live at the Temple. And these artists will be showcased on it. And they're willing to donate their time and their talents and talk to their people if they have people and do some originals and we will upload it onto iTunes, Apple Music, whatever it all is. And that residual will go into the nonprofit sure. for the Temple Theater. So you know, it would be hard pressed to find anybody that don't want to participate in that event. That's I know, true. I That's know. True. And I'm working with Kim and Steve to be able to interview all of those artists right. in the front of the studio right. and maybe do a little signing something. That would be great. Um, I don't know. We keep coming up with idea after idea after idea. There's been an original song written for the temple. There's been a tribute that wants to happen with Peter Ocello. There's so many things wow. that all these talented people want to do to be a part of this. I don't want to say it's memorable, um, but I want to say it's going to be memorable for me. It's going to be alive. 
And, you know, and it's also just to recognize how the temple has affected each one of these talents yeah. that have performed. Because a lot of them, yeah. the Temple Theater was the first a lot. venue a lot. Yes. that they ever performed yeah. on. Exactly right. So, But you know what? All this stuff that we're talking about, if people don't put their fannies in them seats that day, it ain't going to make any difference. Even if it's raining. Even if it's raining. I mean, if it's raining, it's a covered building, y'all. This is not at an amphitheater. But we need the crowd to show up. We do need the crowd to show up. And guess what? We also need y'all. The tickets are going to be very affordable. We want you to bring your family. We want you to have fun. We also need our communities to help. You know, sponsorship is sponsorship. Yeah. We want to do a live album, but guess what? It takes money and people that actually know what they're doing besides a local radio host <laughs> um, to do recording, which I know you guys know how to do that. But it's just so many working parts and so much depth. It's kind of exciting. It's kind of scary. It's going to be something very, very neat for me, a learning experience. So don't yell at me if you see me running around like a chicken with my head cut off the week before December the 4th. We don't yell at nobody. <laughs> don't be afraid. They That's just right. might come after does, me does with Ken, a microphone. Does Ken and I look afraid? No. no. I mean, I'm the newbie here, so y'all are just <laughs> helping us coach. And I think this and is going to be... you're pretty. Well, thank you. Maybe I'll get to... But no one get, it doesn't help. matter in radio. I can be 500 pounds and no, no one would ever know. Help. It does. <laughs> That's I've been so good on radio, yeah. I've got a face for you it. you got a face oh, for radio. <laughs> uh. But radio is definitely, to me, people like to say, radio is out. No one listens to radio anymore. Well, I always like to bring up oh. the fact that radio was the first form of advertising, really, if you think about it. I, I disagree with that totally, 100%, because there's never a time that I'm on with you or interviewing at other radio stations that I don't get tons of comments about it. Right. I heard you on the radio. Right. And so, I mean, so that's a, that is not a true statement. No. Well, a lot of people listen to radio. I think a lot of people are listening to radio in this day and time too, sure. especially live radio, local radio, because we're all just so tired of propaganda that's going on on television. It's so biased. Well, and you know, if you're riding down the highway at 80 miles an hour listening to the radio, it's hard to get out. Yeah. It is. It <laughs> so, is. That's right. You can carry it anywhere you want to carry it. Yeah. Well, and now with live stream, I listen to live stream when I'm at the gym. Sure. sure. And I'm like, okay, I got to make sure this show's on. Yeah. I got to make sure I hear this commercial that I just wrote, you know, from a production standpoint right. I, I can actually say i'm working if i'm working <laughs> while i'm at the gym working out true. <laughs> can do i'm doing quality control yeah quality sure. control but guys i'm just gonna say this right now please mark on your calendars for december the 4th at 2 p.m at the temple theater for a great event there's gonna be more to come it's called live at the temple and it's going to be a grand old opry showcase of local Mississippi-based talent, and we want you there. We want you to be a part of it in any way, capacity, form. We want you. This is our theater. It's the oldest theater that we have right now in our area with everything original. And, you know, the Temple Theater is famous for having surprise guests. 
to come in. I know. You never know who might show up. You never know. Maybe we'll get get some big stars. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) But we'll see. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today and for interviewing with me. And you guys, make sure you listen to Grind, Grace, and Growth every Tuesday here on Super Talk 103.3 FM. And also tune in to all of our live shows on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Thanks. Bye.